Hey, how's it going? Uh, this is uh, James P. White from 95.7 Cruise FM, The Locker Room. Welcome to the Jedi Jimmy podcast. This is episode number 42. It's actually uh, Willow, episode number three, The Battle of the Slaughtered Lamb. So the new characters that were actually introduced to this episode were actually uh, Thal, the uh, Chimerian king, about 10,000 years ago before this uh, series took place. Uh, Anne and Hubert, they were the woods women that actually helped Alora Dannon. Now I'm going to break down the episode. First of all, the story, uh, it starts out with the story of the uh, Curus, the armor, uh, which was forged about 10,000 years ago. So Thal, he was the heir, the heir, not the heir, of the uh, Chimerian Empire, but he was actually attacked by his younger brother for control of the kingdom because he deserved, thought he deserved to be the king. And But their mother actually created the uh, Chimerian Curus, which in order to activate the special armor, it needed a, a key with magical powers. It was called the Lux Arcana, which uh, acted like a key to... But it, the armor would all only work for the person that was worthy to use it. Kind of like Thor's hammer. Now, now what happened was, is uh, Ballantyne was still uh, chasing the group and it ended up fighting, uh, the group ended up fighting uh, Ballantyne and his sh- uh, soldiers, but he used some kind of magic to uh, escape, which he probably got when he was possessed or controlled by the crone. Because what the crone is doing, so this is the evil creatures that are after uh, Alora, uh, they are actually trying to uh, banish her into the, the 13th night, which is a realm in which she can't escape, uh, which was the same thing that Bavmorda did in the original movie. So at first, Alora escapes from Ballantyne, and she meets up with these uh, woods women who, uh, when they found out who she was, being Alora Danid, the, uh, the empress, the future empress, they said they were going to join her on the quest. But Ballantyne caught up with them and uh, ends up killing Hubert and Anne. Now... We also find out why uh, Willow seems a little weaker than he should be because he's actually holding back on using his uh, magic because he's saving it for when he needs it the most. That's to protect Alora uh, uh, Dannon. Now, with the fact that he is holding back on using his uh, magic, Kit actually thinks he lost his powers and is just pretending... Now, the the group, which includes uh, Borman, go to the uh, the slaughtered lamb. It's actually a village in which he goes into this like mine where he finds the uh, Lux Arcana, which I mentioned earlier is the key to the armor. So the uh, the Curus, and he found it, but didn't tell anybody. Now, uh, we know 
that Jade and Kit are very close, but Kit actually thought she was a better warrior than she was, Kit being the princess of Tira's Lean. But when they would spar, Kit actually let her win to make her uh, feel better about herself. And Jade was really offended by this. So when uh, Ballantyne uh, showed up again with all his goons, the team was actually losing against them. And he hurt Silas, which is a Willow's best friend, from the uh, Elduin village, which ended up leading to uh, Silas's death. Willow all of a sudden uses a very powerful spell, which actually was able to take out Ballantyne. The spell was uh, uh, basically a spell to ward off the power of the crone, which he was possessed by. But Jade ended up finishing off Ballantyne by striking him down with her sword. And the thing is, is Jade was trained by Ballantyne, and it was uh, really a tough thing for Jade to do. And so they're on their go back on their journey, and they end up at the uh, Nokmar Castle. If you don't know what the Nokmar Castle was, it actually was in the original movie the castle that was ruled by Queen Bavmorda, where she lived in in the original movie. And when Willow saved the day, she was uh, sent to the uh, the uh, the 13th night, so she was banished in the original movie. But a cool thing about the end of this series is it ended with a real cool cover of Enter, the Sa- Enter Sandman, done by uh, Rina Sawayama. It's really cool. It's a poppy version of the original song done by Metallica, but I thought it was kind of cool. Now I'm going to jump into predictions. I haven't given a prediction so far in this series, but I think the spirit of Bad Mortar, or maybe even her ghost, will appear in Nokmar Castle when they go there for shelter. Now, there is a bit of a personal connection because uh, I kind of sympathize or I, I kind of... Willow's always been my hero. One thing uh, that about Willow that it makes him a very realistic character is the fact that he has doubts and fear of failure, which kind of gets him to hold back a little bit which makes him very realistic so that we all can kind of uh, feel what he's feeling. I look forward to talking to you next week, again dealing with episode four, but also next Saturday will be the one-year anniversary of the Jedi Jimmy podcast, which I will give you highlights of the past year and kind of talk to you a little bit about uh, what I've learned. And as well as there's going to be some video highlights from last year as well, over the past year. But for those of you that are just listening to the podcast, there is an actual video version of it. It's on the Locker Room YouTube page, which you can find on uh, the YouTube, which is at the Locker Room 957, which will be a video content, which can be funny and also 
kind of cool at the same time. Now, I do need to thank my sponsors. First of all, the Dean Blundell Network on DeanBlundell.com. And, of course, my buddy Army Chris, Fire for Effect Productions, who's not only helped me with this setup here, but he's actually taught me a lot about doing podcasts. I need to thank him. I look forward to seeing you next time. And see you then, baby.